1: Good evening, sports fans, and welcome to Let's Talk CFL Podcast, episode number 522. I'm your host, Christopher Jones, and we're going to talk some football tonight. We're eight weeks away from the start of the CFL season, eight weeks, seven weeks, eight weeks, something like that, to the first preseason game, six weeks from training camp, uh, Oh, maybe another add another week in there, say seven weeks from training camp, eight weeks from the start of uh, preseason, uh, whatever, something like that. It's close, it's close. We're a week from Christopher's birthday. Oh, my God, yes, uh, next Tuesday. But we're not going to ignore that. We'll ignore that because we're going to actually – We were talking just before the show came on, and we're going to move the show back to Wednesday nights uh, with the season coming up, and we're going to have Thursday night football games. We can't have our podcast on Thursday nights, and we did this for a very selfish reason for the host, Christopher, myself, Uh, and uh, that selfish reason is no longer valid, so we're going to go back to Wednesday nights and uh, uh, talk football and uh, do a good job, and uh, we'll be there for the rest of the uh, 2023 season. That's going to be spectacular. Uh, What have I got to rant about? There's really not much to rant about. There's a whole pile of things. I mean, we're always talking about, and it's always coming up, about wonderful things. We're going to talk about a tenth team tonight and the reality of it and how it might actually happen. And is Christopher actually getting on board with this one now? Oh, let's find out. Anyhow, uh, we got a message from Sparky today. Good luck tonight, boys. I don't think I've ever seen a week of less CFL news in my life. No idea how you're going to do it, but as always, I know you'll fill two hours with entertaining CFL talk. And then what happens? Like an hour later, we get a notice from CFL that says, where does it say, where does it go? Uh cfl reaches agreement on the sale of the montreal alouettes yes we're talking football we're talking about the montreal alouettes and their new owner so that's actually the the segment one that we're going to get to in a minute after we introduce the boys and everything else so um rudy's not on tonight because he's at a hockey banquet which is probably a good thing because we don't want him to show up a little liquored he did that once it wasn't very good um and uh so we're just going to talk some football with uh the, the hardcore regulars. So I'm going to open up the mics here, bring in Charles and Will. Charles, how you doing, buddy? Welcome to the show. I'm good. Thank you.
0: Just You're welcome. Enjoying things
1: down here in the Fraser Valley and so on. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. I was down there yesterday. Oh. I came down and and went to see my mommy out in Coquitlam and then I cruised out to Crescent Beach and looked at a step deck for the semi and uh, out in some Serpentine Fen Park or something like this and then cruised back into Aldergrove, picked up some dog food, went to Cabela's, bought a couple of flannel shirts and uh, plaid shirts, you know, like typical good cowboy stuff and then uh, cruised on home and that was my day. Got some fudge. Bought, bought a couple of cases of ammo and uh, come on back, right? Why that not? was my day yesterday down in the lower mainland. There was actually a couple of piles of snow every once in a while. I like, kicked around and went, "Wow, well, what are you guys doing with this shit? And they said, oh, yeah, we got a lot of it. How much you got? And you he got the of, I got two feet of it sitting here everywhere in my yard, not just little piles of it. So, yeah. Anyhow, winter's almost yep. over. It's uh, – Above zero God. just about every day now. We yeah, you don't get winter, Charles. You don't get winter. You don't get winter, Charles. Well, um, not like some places. True. Here's here's. I just sent you guys a picture of my backyard. Um, okay, and that was this morning. That was at This morning at six thirty. <laughs> With no new snow in two weeks, got a bit of snow there. How long has that been there? Uh, November. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, William. William, welcome to the show, buddy. Yeah. How are you doing in Calgary?
0: I am good. Well, I'm not good. I've been off week, work all week because I work in COVID. an office with a with a bunch of COVID. People and and when you have a head cold and sniffles, they either want you to stay at home or don't come to work. So you know what? Screw it! I want come to work. Just stay
1: I'll home. I'll sit at my,
0: I'll sit at my dining room table on my computer and work from home and live happily ever after. And yeah, of course, of course, my wife is here, so the company is a lot more pleasant. So there you oh, go. I I understand that. So I've been home. Sense. I've been home for I've been home for almost a week, and uh, I don't usually stay home for a week, and it's kind of nice. And I also during this time I also booked my summer vacation this year. So, ah, huh. so am, you might as well just I, retire. No, I can't do that. I can't do that. There's too, there's too you much money there. signed that contract
1: for two years, right?
0: Going to Vegas much money. Again. Yes, sir. I am first time. Ah since be since before covid yes indeed so I'm excited and my and my July. little sister my little sister and her husband are visiting as well at the same time, wow. so I'll get to see them so wow,
1: and where do they live?
0: They live in winterpeg
1: so they haven't uh, they're not smart enough to move.
0: I I'm not going to say anything because they might listen to the show and and then then they wouldn't talk to me if I mentioned that they weren't smart enough to move from Winnipeg. But they do. They are. They are not unlike you, Christopher. They live on a. Well, you live on a ranch. They live on a very large acreage, just outside of Winnipeg, and okay. you know they they have their things. So and they like it out there. So. But they're not crazy about they're not crazy about the snow and and getting snowed in all the time, which is a common thing in Winnipeg, but
1: whatever whatever we're not it's snowed cool. in there's not a speck of snow on any of the highways or anything around us, you know, like last week in the Coca closed. but that's only for a day or two, and then everything is fine again but <laughs> th- there's never any time where I can't drive just about anywhere in the wintertime, so I'm not right. snowed in. I just have snow on nope. the ground, right. Nope. And snow on yeah. the ground actually makes things look pretty
0: yeah, I got lots of so, snow, too, so I still it it cleans up
1: a lot of the evil things out there, so I don't mind that we
0: all
1: right yeah i'm not
0: I'm not a big fan of uh you know spiders the size of your fist, and winter kills those things for us here, so I like that,
1: yeah, <laughs> anyway, yeah, they do go ahead. It's got to get cold, okay, so let's talk to football. Unless you guys want to talk about something else anymore, I don't think we really should. We should kind of stick to the show here. We're CFL. We should stick with football, and uh, we can talk about bullshit at the end of the show if we've got any time. There's no point in wasting. We're going to turn over a new leaf, and we're going to talk football right from the beginning, and off we go, okay? So here we are. CFL is negotiating exclusively with Quebec or – as potential buyers of the Alouettes. Now, this is Pierre-Carl Peladeau. Now, Peladeau was once the leader of the Parti Québécois. This is the uh, separatist movement, okay? So he is a right-wing francophone, doesn't like the rest of Canada, uh, very unusual. Uh, I, I'm really surprised that this man is stepping up, and he has stepped up. I understand that there is a deal in place. Now, we don't know whether Peladeau himself is going to own the team or whether the team is going to be owned by Quebec Orr. Now, Quebec Orr is a um, sports and entertainment. Has a, they, they have a sports and entertainment division that includes the Velodrome Center in Quebec City. And this is where they were trying to get an NHL team in Quebec City back in 2015 and in that failed attempt. Um, They also own a junior hockey team, and uh, they – what else do they do? And they they also have the Quebec Ramparts. Now, what are they? I don't actually know what they are. I think that's another – They're also a junior hockey team. They're also a junior hockey team. Okay. So they also own and operate a couple of uh, francophone – uh, sports channels, and this is one of the things that the, the, this really kind of caught a few people off guard is this guy is doing this, but now his his own um, platform isn 't capable of uh, broadcasting his own games because of the exclusivity contract with TSN. Uh, Quebec or, has a multi-platform. Uh, they have the, the La Journal de Montréal, Le Journal de Quebec, and the TVA group and the TVA sports group, and, which uh, broadcasts NHL games. But it, it's not going to do any CFL games unless something changes with TSN and RDS, which I, at this point in time I don't believe it's going to. Uh, MLSC has got a, got a kind of a wrap on that one. Uh, so this looks like it's a done deal, it's supposed to be announced tomorrow, which is good. Uh, uh net worth is $1.9 billion. So he's not one of the big boys in the CFL like Wendell or Spiegel or Young or Braley uh, who were all up in the three or $4 billion range, but beats the hell out of Murray Pesum, Bill Comrie, and, uh, Nelson Scalbania, right, Charles? I would say so. Yeah. You just, yeah, had like the three
0: worst owners.
1: Yeah, of course I did. Um, Mark Domans' net worth is what six fifty, just under seven hundred thousand. So uh, this guy's That's out annoying. double that. So he's got the ability to lose some money. He's got some ability to work on on some things, and maybe he will, maybe he won't. Uh, he needs a stadium. Bottom line, uh, he needs a stadium, and uh, uh, he's got to get that happening, and so that he can get the fans behind the team, and maybe he's going to do that. Uh, he already owns a hockey arena, so oh. why wouldn't he just build a fo- football stadium? Just a little one; doesn't have to be a big one. Montreal doesn't have a lot of fans. But what's your thoughts on this, Charles? Good, bad, ugly? Well, um, uh, well ugly I don't is, see a I downside. Think, I
0: mean, it's it's a good thing that they've got a uh, got a uh, new owner and that the team wasn't um, being run by the league a long time. At least it. Should give the uh, team some stability for at least for a little while. So that can only be seen as a positive, I would think. Um, yeah, this guy does have a lot of money. He's like not a multi-billionaire, but he is a billionaire, so that's a plus. Interesting though that uh, he is a, a sports media guy and he runs a sports media company, and they can't use that company to cover the team at least not for the time being because of the TSN exclusivity thing, but once TSN's uh, contract comes up, then I think you may see this guy try and throw his weight around, I think, a little bit to try and get at least the Alouettes to be covered there. So that's interesting. But, yeah, I'm glad to see they've got an owner, and maybe that brings some uh, stability there now for a while.
1: Well, you remember the Thai Cats. They they broadcast their exhibition games on they stream them online, the ones right. that aren't covered by TSN, and uh, they do that. Uh, it, it's a terrible broadcast, but it's a broadcast nonetheless, which is more than yeah. what you know anybody else is doing. There's nothing. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's basically their own. Um, Film crews from the from the team itself it's not actually a, the t s n film crew obviously uh so yeah i don't know its uh this uh, this is a good thing i'd like to see it it happen and uh and hopefully he can uh bring some intelligence to the uh board of directors board of governors and uh and slap some shit around because uh there's too many things like right now that's not working in the c f l and I'd love to see a few changes made. I guess we all do it. Uh, William, William, what's your take on this? New owner? You know, you know what? Really hardline he's separatist. He's got money,
0: number one. Yeah. Number two, number two, he's our age, so that means he's not going to die right away. Maybe knock on wood. Okay. He's fixed, so we're not going to have. Right, so we're not going to have to do this again in ten minutes. Okay. Um, yeah,
1: and and so you know this, what? That's not true. You don't know that at our age, anything can happen. No, no,
0: I realize that, but it's more likely when you're ninety, eighty-nine, or ninety, whatever the other guy was, and he did die. So, um, so Braley was still
1: seventy-something.
0: Um, they they seem to find this guy quite fast, which is another good thing. So obviously he was interested mm-hmm. right away. Um, and maybe, and maybe he's doing it because when the TSN contract does come up, maybe he's going to go for it. You never know. You never know. You never know. Well, I don't think he he can actually
1: challenge TSN for the contract, but he could challenge RDS.
0: Right. Yes. Right. So.
1: Right. I mean, everything he does, I believe, is in French.
0: Right. So. Hey.
1: I mean who knows? Don't Maybe care. that's part of the deal. <laughs> who
0: cares? There's nothing right. there's nothing better there's nothing better than fresh blood into something that's too old school as it is. Okay? So
1: it, hundred percent. I mean it was a good thing when Amart Doman came in. Young guy, energetic, uh willing to look at different ideas and, and stuff like that. So hopefully he's he's similar in that aspect, although I, I, his hard line politically, um, kind of concerns me a little bit, but we'll see what happens. Okay. I'm not going to, I'm not going to paint him with a bad brush yet until he does something stupid. All right. He's saving a football team. So I'm, I'm, I'm okay with him right now. He's a hero.
0: It's football. Leave politics out of it. Okay.
1: Yeah, but it's just simply not possible.
0: Well, okay.
1: But looks, I, I looks think this a is a great thing for the CFL. I mean, this is this is definitely, I mean, we were looking at, okay, everybody's been talking about getting a 10th team, a 10th team, and 10th team, and all of a sudden, are we going to lose our ninth team? You know, are we going yeah. back to eight teams? Is Winnipeg going back to the Eastern Division? I mean, there was some serious talk about that. I mean, yes, it was just assumptions and, 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 and speculations and fear-mongering, but it, it it could have been real that's true it, it it it's happened we've seen it happen twice before i am glad the Alouettes are stable or solid or or being saved uh it's It's kind of disappointing that it's happened now at the tenth of March when the fourteenth of February free agency came and went and Montreal had their purse strings tied shut. So, you know, it would have been nice to them to be able to play on equal, you know, equal footing with the other teams in, in trying to shore up their are, beleaguered are you, team. Are you, are you Are you? kidding me? They got the greatest quarterback
0: in CFL history, according to Phil Miller. I was going to say, give the guy credit. Yeah, Cody Fajardo is the quarterback, and he still went through it. Still,
1: absolutely. I not be, believe that Phil Miller thinks he's the greatest quarterback in the planet anymore. Yeah, he he's no longer that. wearing I'm, green. He, he didn't say that though. But hey, maybe, maybe Trevor Harris is the greatest quarterback in the CFL now. Maybe, now he is. Maybe yeah. This, may, maybe
0: this guy's happy because Danny Machocha is running. Is running the team, and he Danny Machocho is a true strength French guy. I guess you could say, yes, sir. So back there off. you go. They all get they all get along together. You know that.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, and oh, hopefully they they do that. And you know, I I I remember the strength of the Montreal Canadiens back in the late '60s, early '70s. Literally. They didn't have an English-speaking player on the team. So, you know, I'm not going to say that they're going to do that in the football because half the team is usually American. But uh, I, I think they're going to have very strong francophone ties in this team, which they have in the past. And moving forward in doing that because that is how they get the fans excited. You know, you're in a different culture out there. Montreal's not as bad as Quebec City, but it's it's a little bit more liberal and that's with a little L, not a big L, a little L. And, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. I'm pretty excited. I'm stoked. It's a good thing. It's good news. And uh, moving forward on that, and see, Sparky, there are things that happen in the CFL this week. You just didn't pay attention or wait long enough. You spoke too soon. Okay. Yeah, no kidding. And anything else? Yeah, Charles, you're kind of excited about that when I posted that thing, eh? It was literally wow. like it's an cool.
0: hour after he
1: made his comment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't even know if it was that long, was it? It might not even have been that long. He's like,
0: nothing happened. Nothing happened to the CFO this week, and boom, Alouette sold. I don't know. I don't know if Sparky is a true CFL fan because all he does is complain. Well, that he sounds like a typical about, CFL fan, though, isn't it? He, co- he complains like, about the moves the He complains about the moves the Stampeders make. He complains about this. He complains about that. Fuck! He should become a rugby fan full time or something. Jesus. Anyways, whatever.
1: I, you know, it it, it seems like pretty much it. I mean, I, I had to pull the the admin card on somebody today on 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 Let's Talk CFL Facebook group because he was whining and crying that yeah. uh, people were talking about Nathan Rourke and he's no longer in the CFL. Yeah. And I said, well, it's relevant the same way that if something right now happened to Cam Wake. We would talk about it because he's a former CFL player. And it's interesting right. to the people who followed him or Doug Flutie or Jerry Garcia or not Jerry Garcia. Uh, Jeff Garcia. Flutie, that's the, sing, that's Gar- the singer Jeff guy. Garcia. Jeff Garcia. I got the well, Gar- Garcia mixed up again.
0: Yeah, but Jeff Garcia can sing too. Did you know that?
1: No, I did not.
0: Yeah, he, he sang too. So you're okay.
1: Speaking anyway. of yes, is Jeff Reinbolt still in the CFL? No, sir. Or yes, sir. Where no, is he? Or is he? He
0: was with Montreal. Is he with Montreal?
1: Last year. He, he was, was with last Montreal. Year. He, he was. was. I mean, yeah, maybe Where he
0: is, is he, maybe now? right? I, I don't know. Sure. There's
1: something I, I, in my head says that he's, he's some assistant in, on a team in Hawaii.
0: Yeah, you're, you might be right. Actually,
1: I I think he's a consultant or something.
0: Uh, oh, okay, hold on. He's the director of player
1: development at the University of Hawaii. You're back on. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I I kind of miss him. I mean, he he was a good personality to have in the CFL. Yeah, but he not
0: loves many Hawaii. people.
1: He loves Hawaii. He lives there. He's lived in Hawaii most of his life.
0: Yes. He loves Hawaii. He's a surfer. Yeah. He he also likes click.
1: Yeah. Okay. That's a wrap on the Montreal Alouettes unless you guys have something further to add.
0: Nope.
1: Stadium would be a good thing, guys. Stadium would be a good thing. Yeah. okay speaking of stadiums we're going to jump right into saint mary's university is talking about popping up a long-term temporary stadium kind of like what the bc lions did at empire field okay now i think that's a wonderful idea i think that they could do that they could get it going up and everything else but if you're doing a long-term pop-up stadium, are you going to have actual concession stands? Are you going to have actual washrooms? Uh, or are you just going to have porta-potties and trailers and, and, and a bunch of other uh, third-rate hillbilly type of things? Because you, you can't do this. You, you cannot start a team on a shoestring budget like that and expect it to, to thrive. People have to um, believe that it's going to happen. They have to believe that it's a wonderful thing i don't know i'm there's been a very long time forty years that I have said that a football team is not going to happen in Halifax, even when they had an announcement and when they did a ticket drive to sell season's tickets what three years ago Uh, four years ago now um i said it wasn't going to make it 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 it, it absolutely they what they were doing was they were not doing it correctly i'd say you got better than a 50 percent chance there's going to be a team in halifax in the next five years i'm not sure it's a good thing But I kind of think it's going to happen. William, Schooners, long term. Well, well, I
0: absolutely think we need a 10th team. It would make things so much much better with a 10th team. I don't know. I don't know if... Halifax is the place, but it seems that Randy Ambrosi is stuck on Halifax. Okay, so yes, I, I, what is it? What is a temporary stadium worth? Does anybody know?
1: Uh, I think the DC Lions one was twenty five million,
0: wasn't it? Yeah, it was twenty five thirty five million, something like that.
1: Yeah, but how
0: long ago was that? That was back in twenty ten. So that was 13 years ago. So it's going to be more, ultimately, going to be more money this year. But uh, okay, because I'm looking at this article and it doesn't really say how much. I saw a 200 million dollar number in there, but I don't think that's what it was for. Um, No, I I think you could build a small stadium for 200 million. Okay. So, you know, and I and I and I see the whole concept of you wouldn't build a stadium to see if it would work. You need to do something temporary before, because, you know, the, the field of dreams thing, where you, if you build it, they will come. It's not necessarily the yet. same when it comes to CFL football. Okay. So no, I agree. Um, um, you know what? There's all kinds of ways you can get around things. Who cares about bathrooms? Put in porta potties. Who cares about concessions? get, Get food trucks. They have them all over at Calgary Stadium these days. Okay? So, you know what? Started out. And they also talked in the article about using this thing for all aspects of athletes out there. It'd be at St. Uh Mary's University or something like that. So that's a good idea, too. And they even talk about putting a roof on it eventually so you could use it year-round. So, at least they're thinking the right way. I I still think, I still think, and and I know people will yell at me. I think I think North Dakota or South Dakota would be a perfect place for a CFL team, um, and you'd also get the rivalry with Manitoba and Saskatchewan, for that matter. And I guarantee you, you would sell out every game. Yeah, because that's what they do there. Okay, and so, but I mean, if you're sticking with Halifax, let's try it and see. Who knows? If you don't try it, who knows?
1: I, I honestly believe if, we, if the franchise goes into in Halifax, the concept of U.S. expansion will disappear. I, the CFL has no good, valid reason to expand beyond 10 teams. There isn't any. I kind of agree with that.
0: Right? It's why? An absolutely. Why do, you, why, why do you want to stick with just ten teams?
1: Well, it's a balanced schedule. Every team plays the other team twice, once at home, once away. Okay, that's. Eighteen games in a season, you have nine opponents. It makes things absolutely balanced in this league. It, it will stop this Eastern team uh, you know playing Hamilton, Toronto Hamilton playing four or five times, four times in five weeks. That should end with 10 teams, okay? It should end. They cannot continue to to favor one division like that they can they probably will but they shouldn't every team should play every other team twice once at home and once away and then every team comes to your stadium in a year
0: well let's let's so, let's throw this out let's throw this out there what's wrong with a 20 team league you have are you ready for this you have you have a canadian division and you have a us division that would be awesome
1: uh, we've, We've talked about that forever. In fact, why don't we just have two different right. leagues, and, and they play a championship game?
0: Sure, like the okay. AFC I mean, or the, AFL and and NFL way back when, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. So well, the I mean, National League it, it, and it, the American League in baseball. Yeah, it, you 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 literally could do it. It is feasible, um, although there's just so much. Uh, resistance from the establishment, not establishment so much as the fan bases right now. They just absolutely hate the concept of going to America, which I don't understand. They say, well, it failed. Well, so did Ottawa twice. So did Montreal twice. Okay. Um, You know, there's a lot of things that are going on. Um, But the league has to change before we go to America. I don't disagree with South Dakota. I don't disagree with North Dakota. I don't at all. I personally think St. Louis is a better bet right now um, but uh it doesn't look like it's going to happen if this if this is serious if they're serious about doing this in Halifax, we're going to have the Atlantic schooners. They still don't have an owner, but then neither did Montreal six hours ago.
0: And I don't know what with, with uh, the, the group that was supposedly going to be the ownership group before. I know the one guy hightailed it and left. Uh, who was they had kind of no money. Guy. No, they didn't have
1: any money. Okay. Now Randy Ambrose wants this team in Halifax so bad would he waive the twelve million dollar franchise fee?
0: Well, I don't think that's up to him. That'd be the Board of the Governors, that'd be up to they'd be the ones that'd be waving it.
1: Not Randy Of course they would, but he'd he would push it. Probably. Okay. He wants to. So I'm how, convinced that,
0: yeah. I was just saying, I'm just convinced that he wants this as his legacy, that he was the one to finally get the cfl to the maritimes
1: that's oh, of why course, he pushed of course so he does. Hard. of course he does so in doing that is he prepared to waive the franchise fee now what would i this is such a cool idea okay this is such a cool idea i, I, I know it's a pipe dream but i want to throw this out to you um how much money do you think it would cost to start up a cfl team If you didn't have to pay the twelve million dollar franchise fee uh,
0: I don't know twenty thirty million bucks.
1: do you think it's that much?
0: Well, I don't know,
1: okay, here's where I'm going with this one because be it's, it's million funny million as hell yeah it it's funny as hell, okay you're gonna love this. Do you remember a long time ago when David Braley was trying to sell the BC Lions and I had written a proposal to him, wrote a paper on the proposal of turning it into a community owned team Mm -hmm. and the fans were to buy shares or actually buy a membership in a foundation of which they would get a certificate saying that they were a shareholder or a uh, participant in the uh, franchise. Correct? You remember this? Yes, I do. Okay. Yep. The 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 deal was I said everybody buys a thousand dollar. You do, you literally donate a thousand dollars to this charity. Okay, it's a nonprofit society. You donate $1,000, you get a membership certificate, BC line, da 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 Okay. Could we do that for the Atlantic Schooners? Would there be enough football fans across Canada that would be prepared to put up $1,000? Will, would you put up $1,000 to be an owner of the Atlantic Schooners, a voting shareholder?
0: Hmm, sure,
1: sure. You'd be an owner of a CFL team. Would you be right. prepared to put up
0: $1,000? Sure, I would.
1: Charles, would you? I'd probably consider it. Okay. How many people do you think that in the CFL fans that would do that? Now, here's where I'm going to ask you a really funny question. And I know it's it's absolutely not reality, not reality in the slightest. There is 12,700 members in the Let's Talk CFL group. If we all put up $1,000, we'd have $12 million. This could be a Let's Talk CFL team. Cool, let's do it. <laughs> yeah I've been smoking something uh,
0: yes. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what I'll tell you what I was just googling I was just googling, and there are ten ten identifiable billionaires in Nova scotia really okay. yes, sir,
1: okay
0: um, some of them don't live there, but that's okay. The uh, the Sobe family is from Nova Scotia, apparently, and they're worth two point eight eight billion dollars. Which family? The Sobe family.
1: Sobe family, yes. Okay. Sobe's the, the grocery store.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Um,
1: Are is see. it the West Westons? Isn't the Weston's group there? Isn't Galen Weston from there as well?
0: I don't know. According to Forbes, Arthur like, Irving. Ar- met Arthur worth Irving, 1. the big. One point nine billion. The oil um,
1: tycoon. That's the same value as as this guy that. Uh,
0: um Irving Oil operates most gas stations east of the province of Quebec. So yes. there you go. Um, Kenneth Rowe, founder and chairman of the IMT group. It's a Nova Scotia based multinational aerospace company, believe it or not. And he's one of the yeah. richest men in Atlantic and he's one of the richest men in Atlantic Canada. So, hey, you never know. There's guys the there, John with Barrett, Ar- Arthur John Irving. Bragg. Yes.
1: You know what the problem with Arthur Irving is?
0: I'm I'm all about I'm all about uh, unicorns and and lollipops, Christopher. I can't see any problems with Arthur Irving. Okay.
1: He's ni- 93 years old.
0: Yeah, he's got a son, I'm sure.
1: Well, we've just gone through the whole thing of owners dying and and leaving franchises yeah. in a muck.
0: A lot of times kid so nothing to do with it.
1: And, and the whole thing about it is if Arthur Irving was going to step up and and own the Halifax Atlantic schooners, he would have done it already. So would any of the other nine. Nobody is well, stepping maybe no, up.
0: Maybe nobody's approached them and, and given them a reason to. So, you know, I don't know, man.
1: Irving That'd is worth four point eight billion US. That's that's a fair chunk of coin. Yeah.
0: yeah. And there's also Kenneth Rowe, he's one point four eight billion. Um John Bragg, one point two nine billion. So there's money out there. There's,
1: there's there's money there. There's money there, but nobody's sharing.
0: No. That's usually a problem with billionaires. That's how they that's how they got their billions, okay?
1: Speaking of billionaires, did you hear that um where was it? One of the one of the European countries oh no, it was the Philippines. The Philippines have issued an international arrest warrant for Bill Gates.
0: Oh, is that right?
1: Yeah, for the death you- of a hundred thousand Filipinos because of the vaccine.
0: Oh, okay. Interesting
1: They're, they're going to they're gonna, They've got an arrest warrant out for him And they, they're they going to ask for the death penalty If they get him in there I was thinking that it would be really fun To be a bounty hunter <laughs> you Imagine getting a team of guys And going and taking him And bringing the Philippines How much money you'd make
0: yeah. Sure, they've you, sure you, there's a reward
1: have, have
0: you seen Bill Gates lately?
1: He's old it's fat.
0: He's been dead he's been dead for five years, he just hasn't
1: realized it yet, okay? Yeah, he's old and fat and it doesn't does. look good. Yeah he, he looks not. It's like eating
0: plant based meat. That's what it's from.
1: Yeah, it's plant based meat. That's not meat. It's not meat. No, it's well, not meat. Well actually no, a not. cow is plant based meat, right? It eats plants and it's meat. Yeah. Kind of my philosophy on it. I've, I've never seen a cow eat a steak. No, me either. They, they're, they're vegetarians.
0: That'd be cannibalism.
1: Yeah, but pigs don't care. Neither do chickens. I watched I a uh,
0: little... Or something like a hamburger. I watched a little clip today of of uh, Pierce Morgan tearing apart some plant based meat woman. Okay, it was it was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. <laughs> at the some end, pretty at good the things end, out there. At, at at the end of the whole thing, he got a Big Mac brought in and he ate it in front of her. Okay, I cried. Okay, <laughs> I cried.
1: It was funny. It was funny. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but it could have been anything but a Big Mac. That's not food. McDonald's is not food. Okay, so what do you guys think of my idea for uh, uh, ownership of the Atlantic Schooners? Do you think the Let's Talk CFL Facebook group could pull it off, 1000 bucks each? If all 2,700 require... members stepped up, that, wouldn't that be that... cool?
0: That would require some uh, some outstanding citizens, and I don't think there's a. I don't think we have that many, many outstanding citizens on Let's Talk CFL. Okay, just saying. That was
1: kind of going to no, be No, no, we don't. They, C- all they do is bitch about the price of season tickets. Never mind donating a thousand dollars to a team. It's not going to happen. Reminds,
0: which reminds me, let me put this out there uh, in case uh, you're listening tomorrow. Uh, Steven Sparksman, did you buy your season tickets to the Stampeders this year? Let me know. Yes or no, buddy? Yeah. I'm curious. I'm curious because you're always complaining about them, and you did have them last year. Let's see. Put your money up or shut up. Take your pick.
1: Did did, Did you step up and renew your season tickets, Sparky? It is an important thing. He doesn't least come to the show live, eh? It's past his bedtime. Is that what the deal is? It
0: has, must, must be past his bedtime. He's old like us, Christopher. Yeah.
1: Well, he's not quite as old as us, but he's pretty close. No,
0: he's not quite as old, but he's much uglier than we are. So he probably needs to be Oh, without place.
1: question, he's uglier than her. I mean, we have hair. Yes, we do. Just a note, Sparky. I'm not the one saying this.
0: Sparky knows that. Sparky knows I'm that. I'm being Charles. the nice knows, guy. He, you know what, Charles? I talk to everybody on a regular basis about you, and they all think you're the nicest guy on the face of the earth. Okay? You talk to who about me? Everybody. It doesn't matter. On a regular who. basis. Cool. Cool. Doesn't matter yeah. who. Doesn't matter who. They all think the yeah. same way of you, Charles. Yeah. So. You, you,
1: you walk on water, and, and Will and myself are just assholes. So you're, you're right. okay.
0: Yeah, But if they, hey, Charles, if they ever repeat the story about the strippers in Edmonton that you were involved with, okay, I didn't tell them uh, that, okay?
1: Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> that was one I missed. Yeah, yeah. Two, two, two years from now, BC Place.
0: Yeah, and then uh, then three years from now, Winnipeg.
1: No, it's too cold.
0: No, it's too cold. Going to be in Winnipeg. Or, I'll be
1: there. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I'm not going. I'll be no. there. No. Okay. So how how do we initiate? How do we get the, the this, this this team organized? Do we even talk about it anymore, or is it just total and complete fantasy? It's total and complete fantasy. <laughs> yeah, you gotta to bring it you. up
0: in the group and see it's a requirement for being in the group. <laughs> yeah. Watch the numbers watch our, dwindle. <laughs> <our members laughs> to, to, to then we're down water, to, like, okay? nine people. By, by Saturday morning, there will be the four of us, okay? That's it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I don't think Rudy would do it. <laughs> <laughs> Sparky can't even support the Peters. Why would he support Atlantic? <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I donated fifty dollars twice once at each one of the saskatchewan Rough riders telethons, okay fifty bucks wasn't a, it was a lot of money to me at the time because i didn't have a lot of money, but it was the the point that I was trying to save one of the c f l teams and I thought it was Saskatchewan Rough Riders were important to the league. If I known now, then what I know now there's no fucking way I would have given them any money, but that's not the point um <sighs> So, yeah, people from across the country do support the CFL in other locations. Well, I know there were people, too, that were buying when they were having their season ticket drive, that there were people
0: uh, outside of um, uh, outside of Halifax from across the country that were actually um, get, putting deposits
1: down. The, the problem with that, Charles, is nobody in Halifax was – yeah. That's the thing. Didn't they sell like something like
0: four thousand or something like that over like six months? Yeah, they Three only sold
1: four thousand tickets and sixty five percent of them were in Saskatchewan. A bunch of a bunch of them
0: most of them, probably the majority of them were not
1: from Halifax. The majority of them were not from Halifax, yeah. Okay. So let's uh let's find out what's gonna happen there. Very cool. Um, segment three, Nathan Rourke's contract with the Jacksonville Jaguars includes over $200,000 U.S. in guaranteed money. A lot of people have been talking back and forth that said that he didn't get any guaranteed money, but obviously this now says that he does. It's a three down article, so of course it's true. Um, I have no doubt that there was guaranteed money in it. That was one of the reasons why he went to Jacksonville is because they offered guaranteed money. Another reason why he went to Jacksonville was because Henry Burris was there, um, which we're going to talk about in a minute. Um, But this is guaranteed money. This isn't a guaranteed roster spot. And there's a distinction there that is very, very, very important. He's going to go into training camp. He is going to um, compete for a position. But if he doesn't get to a, he doesn't get offered the job, even third string. He's not with Jacksonville anymore. But Jacksonville has to give him 200 grand U.S. because that's part of the contract. And then they have to decide what they're going to do with him, and are they going to cut him loose? Uh, he, he he is not required to go to a practice roster position. He's not required to do that. He is becomes a free agent, and he can go to another NFL team. And if that doesn't happen, which I'm sure he's going to try, then he can come back to the CFL to the BC Lions, and he is the a. Property of the BC Lions right now. Uh, Anybody who says any different doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about. Um, So he made 200 grand U.S. right now. They've given them the money, so that's pretty special. I mean, you don't go down there unless you're getting guaranteed money, but so many people do, and then they just get beat up on the training camp. Camp fodder and get tossed to the curb. Uh, they they don't write a check for two hundred grand if they don't like the guy. I I don't know what to say about this, William. William, you have some opinion on okay. this, I'm sure.
0: Oh okay. yeah. First off, one of the rumors I've heard lately about him is that he did have a number of tryouts in the NFL. And Jacksonville yes. was the only the only team who offered him anything. All right? So whether that's true or not, it doesn't matter. Um, you know what? $200,000 for, for camp fodder for the NFL is nothing. It's absolutely nothing. It's not even money. I mean, it, it well, doesn't. Well, to, to Nathan
1: Rourke, it's money.
0: To Jacksonville, no, no, Denver, it, it's that. not. No, no. To the NFL, it's not at all. Okay, it's right. It's. I mean, that Charles, that guy, that guy, the quarterback for the Giants, that Jones guy, just signed a contract for <laughs> forty 45 million dollars, million forty a year. Last season, and and he's not very good. I was okay? just going to say the same thing. He's not even really very good. So, and and so and I'm thinking. They only gave Nathan Rourke two hundred grand. Come on, Jesus! Anyways,
1: um, but that's not his contract. That is just his signing bonus.
0: Right, right. But his his he really doesn't have a contract yet. Sort of say no. He he does. He, okay, what's the contract? He does he's,
1: he's he's he signed a contract with them to go to camp. Da 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 da. I don't know what it, it all is, what everything in it. It just includes two hundred dollars of guaranteed money. It could be a four 000. million dollar contract. Two hundred thousand.
0: No, it's not. It's, it could it's, be not a, it's not a four million dollar. It's not a four million dollar contract.
1: I, I'm, I'm not saying it is. Okay. Right. All I'm saying is that he has got some type of a contract. It's just to show up at training camp. Here's two hundred grand. Okay. Right. If at the end of that, we we want you, here's another contract.
0: It says here it's a three-year contract with Jacksonville. So uh, it's got to be for more
1: money, for sub, sub,
0: 20, substantial the money. The 23 year old received a $5,000 signing bonus along with 216000 in guaranteed base salary to total $221,000. Um, that's all they say about it, though. Yeah, so, they don't say anything else. So, I mean, I would I would think that if it's a contract, it's a, it's a, it's a first year player contract, and those are all pretty standard, are they not, Charles? I thought they were. I would they think were so, Yeah. Yeah. So that's probably why they don't say much about it. But, yeah, I mean, you know what? I, I hope – I really do hope he gets a shot at this, okay, and a chance at this. Because um, uh, I think he – I still think he, he's living out that dream of every American-Canadian boy who played in the NCAA. And uh, and let's see if it works out. And if it doesn't, well, hey, you know what? The CFL's always here. Right? Yeah,
1: I – yeah, I, I honestly believe it's being done backwards here, although I, I'm happy for him. I think he should have stayed in the CFL for one more year, tore up I the league records, too. and made himself very desirable for the NFL. Right now, he is not that desirable to the NFL. And like you said, he tried out for nine teams, and Jacksonville's not the only one that offered him a contract. They're the only one that offered him a contract with money. A lot of There was more than three teams that wanted him to come to training camp, but were not willing to offer him a contract. Jacksonville's the only one that offered him a contract with, with guaranteed money. So... If you're not prepared to throw money on the table, then you're not not serious about him. I don't think there was enough interest in the NFL at this point in time. He's too young, and they're going on film as opposed to legacy. If he had stayed in Canada for one more year and stayed healthy, he could have rewritten the, the record books in this country. I mean, how many of Doug Flutie's records could he have smashed?
0: Good question we we'll never we'll never we'll never, we'll, we'll, we'll never know we'll never know It's also possible he regresses and
1: isn't as good as he was in this past season. We don't know we don't know we don't know maybe he's he's not back hundred percent because of his whatever sprain lipstick sprain well i know Um,
0: i know when we we talked about this three or four weeks ago he was going back in to get surgery to get all the hardware taken out of his foot so yeah. yeah so obviously you take it out when it's healed right
1: yeah, or or before we took the, the steel out of uh, my horse's leg because there was an infection in there. And we couldn't fight the infection because it was actually in the steel. So we had two surgeries to pull the steel out. I still have that somewhere. Anyhow. Uh Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I wish him all the best. I hope. I, I hope he does well. I just. I just don't I think will. he. It, I don't think he's mature enough in in not only personally but in his career.
0: I don't know. We'll see. He he seemed to be, way 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 more mature for his years. To be honest with you.
1: Hundred percent.
0: Oh, for sure. Hundred percent. Yeah. Was uh, he was an amazing young man. A year, or two more, a year or two more in the CFL started. You look I I brought this point up before. You look at most of the guys that went down from the CFL like quarterback wise um to play in the uh, NFL. They all had more than one year. I don't think there's ever been one that just had one year, a good year in the CFL, quarterback-wise I'm talking about, that's gone down and been lights out down there. You look at guys like Garcia, you look at Flutie, you look at Warren Moon. They all played multiple years in the CFL.
1: Right, and they went down there and they got starter position jobs in the NFL. Then you've got somebody who's got a, a one year wonder if that, which was Chris Strebler, and he goes down there and he's bopping all over the practice roster, third string, fourth, second string, whatever, gets some playing time here or there and everywhere else, and gets his 20, 22000 two thousand dollar a year pension because he's been in the NFL that long. He's wasted his career. He's he never gonna be a 'cause he's got the money. Did he make that much money? I don't know. If he was smart, he's going to keep it. But, yeah, you know, it's it's, it's one of those things. But, you, like you said, Warren Moon, four years in the CFL. Doug Flutie, four years in the CFL. Um, Jeff Garcia, how long was he up here? William?
0: Probably, for, probably Two, four years.
1: About four years. Four years. Okay. Yeah. And then they all went down to the NFL, and they – they were established quarterbacks, and they went down there and they 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 played well. They got real well, contracts.
0: you know what? I think the only guy who really went down there and started right away was Warren Moon.
1: Was Warren Jeff Moon? Garcia, yeah.
0: Jeff Garcia didn't. Doug Flutie didn't. Okay, nope. but nope. But but it took them a they, while. They, they did. They did get their uh, foot in the door. But I all mean, I these guys to, had multiple years in the CFL before going down there. I mean, I went to I went to an NFL game once between uh, San Diego and Seattle, and San Diego's quarterback Dave Dickinson was San Diego's third-string quarterback, and he was playing behind Drew Brees and Doug Flutie. He had no fucking chance. Okay. He had no chance at all, so, but he went for two years and then he came back to the CFL. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I still think, I still think the big, the big burning thing for Nathan Rourke is he wants to be an NFL quarterback. Oh, and, without uh, question, it
1: is. Yeah, of
0: course and, he does. And and and. and to be, you know, I, I don't think it would have mattered what he did in the CFL next year. They still wouldn't have offered him an open door to tr- get a starting job in the NFL because the NFL does not think much of the CFL. So, and it is a different game. So, and I'm I'm thinking he might be better off down there because I I still believe to this day the training is better down there. So, of course, it is. This, yeah. So. He, it's, not a stupid, it's not a stupid thing for him to do.
1: No, I'm not I saying it think. is. So. I just think that his stock would have been worth more. Well, and I'm thinking that within, the, he, two, he, within,
0: within two or three years, he comes back to the CFL, signs with the Stampeders, and, and we're all happy for the rest of our lives, okay? It's pretty simple.
1: Hello. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, sparky jumping up and down right now.
0: <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Yeah.
1: Anyhow, I I, I yeah. don't think anybody has any ill will towards Nathan Rourke. He's no. uh, he's off there doing what he needs to do, and so be it. Um. He got two hundred grand. That's more than he made in two years in the CFL.
0: Yep. I mean hey hey, I mean let's face it. Let's face it. If 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 Macbeth still thinks he can make it in the NFL, then fucking Nathan Rourke is a shoe in. Okay? Come on.
1: Yes. I agree. So oh, there you go. Yes. McLeod Bethel Thompson still thinks he's the NFL capable quarterback. Wow. Did you talk to him after he had been drinking or? <laughs> I, don't, I don't We should phone Rudy. He's at a banquet.
0: Hey, we okay. talk to
1: the people at the banquet. Hey, guys, you want to be on the Let's Talk CFL podcast? No, fuck boo. We don't like them. Okay, get anyways. out. Uh, get out of here. I got tagged in a Frank Tanishi post today. Did you see that? No, I didn't. Yeah. Um, Randy Christinger did this, uh, video montage of Frank and his bullhorn and everything else that he's got. And, uh, I got tagged in it. Oh, well, uh, okay, moving on. Uh, our fans deserve the best team Uh, hang on let's jump this one over and go down to the Jacksonville Jaguars who no longer have Henry Burris on the coaching staff what the hell happened there could Henry Burris be coming back to the CFL no I think he's got another coaching job down there I'm pretty sure but um, quality control role in 2023 how does this affect Nathan Rourke does it? That's what I was
0: wondering, too. Cause the talk was that um, Henry Burris was going to be kind of a champion for Nathan Rourke, uh, also from his experience in the CFL. Well, that just went out the window because he's not there anymore.
1: He's not there anymore, right? Yeah. And I have no idea where he's going or what he's going to be doing. He's looking at moving up to – he wants to be a quarterback coach. So he's looking around for a team that's uh, looking for a quarterback coach. And he's interviewed for jobs with other teams during the past month. So maybe he has – the question here is, Henry, it says, Henry Burris is no longer coaching with the Jacksonville Jaguars following a one-year stint with the club's offensive control coach as the offensive control coach, according to TSN reporter Dave Naylor. Well, my question is, it was a one-year contract. So does it mean he doesn't want to stay there anymore or Jacksonville doesn't want him anymore? I know the contract's expired, and that's just natural parting of ways. But, you know, did he want to renew the contract? Did the team want to renew the contract? Who's, Who's at the out here? Are they not overly impressed with him? Or is it because he's trying to find a better job in the NFL and he may or think he thinks that he has one?
0: They say, they say he's gone on numerous NFL interviews. So Mm
1: -hmm. he's, he's done what?
0: Numerous NFL interviews. So
1: yes, numerous NFL interviews. That doesn't say that he's got any contracts.
0: Yeah. No, or but offers, you know what? I, I I would I would think a guy with his experience and his knowledge, I think somebody's going to give him a job for sure. I and if think not, he'll that's... come back. And if not, he'll come back to the CFL and be a, I don't know a quarterback coach or something. I Water mean, point. if if Anthony Calvillo can be an offensive coordinator, so can Henry Burris. So.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think Henry would actually be better at it, but that's beside the point. Uh, Does John Cornish need a partner on the sidelines? God, that was funny.
0: (sighs) I'm I'm sorry. it It absolutely disgusts me. And was he there last year? Yeah, he was there last year. He is the chancellor. He's the chancellor of the University of Calgary. Yes, I know. I know. And he still wait. And he still runs up and down on the sidelines like a fucking mascot on game days. Like it disgusts me. I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: That's what I said. Does he need a partner? Him and Henry Burris can do it. One on each sideline. Well, they can help each other down the sideline. Okay. May-
0: they were both He's athletes. 40? Maybe they can be. Maybe maybe they can throw each other in the air like the cheers section from the Eskimos team, right?
1: The elks.
0: Speaking I, I don't of know which,
1: team, Yes. Speaking of which, the elks. What do you guys think of the um, artificial intelligence generated uh, mascots? The, the, that Josh guy put up of the CFL teams.
0: I haven't seen all of them.
1: Really? There's a post on Let's but Talk that's got them I all like in. It. You were where? I, I thought that, yeah, I'm here. No, but where Where, where did you, say so you posted them? I didn't post them there, but they're on the Let's Talk CFL page. I've seen them. The double check. I'm flying through it right now. I'll find it. Because they're all there. Transactions, what did they do? Defensive backs, big deal. There they are. Uh, Jonah Ward, two days ago, CFL Teams has AI-generated illustrations. You got it?
0: I do, yeah. I'm just looking at them now.
1: I, I'm a little. I, I don't understand the Winnipeg Blue Bomber guy. He's kind it of looks like, like a Robo transformer. Bob. Yeah, but but it's not bad. It kind of fitting to the Blue Bomber thing. Uh, I, the Argo one is pretty cool. Uh, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, they're, they're, they're okay. Uh, the only good. three legs. Yeah, that's weird. Well, no, that's, you can see you can see the third le- fourth leg out the back. Uh, but, um, the San Peter looks good. I love the Ottawa red black guy. he's pretty cool uh Montreal doesn't look bad, even though they don't there's a bunch of people that didn't like the bird, but that's who the Alois are that's a lark uh v c lions absolutely stupid
0: wrong type a, of lion
1: they got an African lion there as opposed to a cougar, and the elks now it, this kind of somebody said it looks like a cross between a uh, uh an elk and a and a muskrat or, or musk ox or something uh it does have a very big front shoulders kind of like a buffalo but um i don't know it kind of looks mean i like it i i, I think these are cool william what do you think did you take a look at them what do you think of the calgary stampede or one i don't care about it's not a mascot. fat chick it's actually a guy up there i don't i
0: don't care about mascot jesus are you kidding me? We're talking about mascots?
1: Wow. No, we're not. Well no comment. I, I don't think they're mascots so much. I think they're just illustrations, team team logos sort of thing. anyhow, they're not logos so much, but uh yeah, I don't know. I think I thought they were pretty cool. cool. Okay. Oh, now that hurt. What did you? What, what are you posting here, William? Oh shit. That guy. That, yeah, that hurt. That weightlifter guy that fell over backwards. You posted that. Oh yeah. That? Yeah. Crash. Hey. So, by the way, I was looking for you on on TikTok. I can't find you. There was something I found the other day I wanted to send to you. Probably don't want me to send you shit, is that right? I didn't see that the other day. Someone suggested, why not expand to Mexico City? Oh, shut up. Yeah, no, he did. You even commented on it. Well, I know, I know. I think it's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Why would we expand to Mexico? It's ridiculous and stupid. Oh, look, John Hodge does a 2023 CFL mock draft. Who cares? Yeah. Okay, where are we now? We've done the the Henry Burris thing. we got got anything else to say about Henry Burris? He's pretty much done there. He's not yep. in Jacksonville. Okay. Uh who is this that's being quoted at in Ottawa? Is this the owner or the coach or who? It's one of the
0: uh, hierarchy guys. I think it's
1: uh, the team
0: president, wasn't it?
1: I kind of missed this. Uh, let's get over there to the article and see what it says. Adrian Sakara, the team president. The president. Yeah. Okay.
0: And his,
1: his, his quote is, our teams deserve the best team, the best venue, and the best results. Have the Red Blacks done enough to improve? Well, we're going to deal with that at the back end because there, segment nine is kind of right. r- really something it I want to talk I about. Realize that afterwards. I, I, I really want to talk about that. So let's, uh, let's hold off on this um, Ottawa and we can talk about all three of those at the same time. Winnipeg Blue Bombers have been named the hosts for the 212th uh, Grey Cup game in, what is that, 2025? Yep. That's, that's correct? Because this year it's in Hamilton, next year it's in uh, BC, and the year after that it's in right. Winnipeg. That's right, 2025. So it would be 2025. Uh is this a story? Is there anything interesting about this story other than the fact that it's going to Winnipeg and we don't care? I well, just Will does. It he's going there. to go to the game because he's going to go stay with his friends and family and relatives and visit and everybody else and then go to the game. And going there to freeze. Go there. Well, yeah, and he doesn't drink. So how? how I don't know how he's going to stay warm. Although, so Will, you grew
0: up in Winnipeg, right? So you're, you're used to Winnipeg winters.
1: That's why he left. And you're
0: a- what? You know what? They're, they're getting, they're getting, they're is- getting warmer. They're getting warmer, just like everybody else. And I still, I still think I can find a snowmobile suit somewhere. And apparently, uh, snowmobile suits, snowmobile suits come with heated batteries now and stuff. So they do. Yeah, they do I won't, I won't, I won't be cold. I won't be cold. Hmm. I don't know if I'll go, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. It is so a, I it don't is think it's was... really. It is a really nice stadium. It is a really nice stadium.
1: I I, I really so, want to see this stadium. I it's it one of the right things that BC Place does not have is that when you're walking along the Concord level, it sucks.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: You can't see the game. You can't see the action. Everybody's running to get back to their seats. Where everybody in Winnipeg hanging out out on the concourse. Nobody's in the seat. Yeah. And I really think that the CFL needs to get away from this trend towards dinky little stadiums. And I, I know that the, the attendance rates in the CFL right now are all hovering in the 20000 to 25000 seat range. Very few of them are up in the 30s. Um, but I think this is a lull for the CFL. And when it comes around again, and it will, it's all cyclical, they're going to be wanting to have forty and 50,000-seat stadiums, and they're not going to have it. People are not going to be able to go to the stadium. BC Place and Commonwealth are the only ones there that are going to be able to house the masses when they come back to the game. And I honestly believe that we will be back to having 50,000 people in BC Place Stadium. Wouldn't that be fucking amazing, Charles? I'd love that. Yeah. So, I I think building a even contemplating building a twenty three or twenty five thousand seat stadium is absolutely fucking ludicrous. Why would you do that? You you basically committed yourself to, to mediocrity. mediocrity. It just—it it doesn't make sense to me. It does just absolutely does not make any sense to me. William, do you have an opinion on that one? Um, I think it's cheaper. <laughs>
0: Number one, that's why they, they do it.
1: What to build a building?
0: Um, yes. Yeah. Um, we don't. A lot of places don't get big crowds anymore. Will they come back? I don't know. I I I hope they do, but I have my doubts. Um. I don't think Calgary sold out in fucking years, okay? Um, I I don't think we have a lot of great fans in Calgary either because they don't sell out. Um, But I I can understand building a big stadium, but then again, I can understand building a small stadium because, I mean, once again, if you build it, they will come is not necessarily the truth. So...
1: No, it's not, but okay, let's...
0: Only only in the movies.
1: Let's do a hypothetical situation here for a second. Just really throw this out there and saying, okay, we're going to do all of these things, and let's see what happens. First off, we're going to scrap the Canadian ratio. Okay? We're going to bring the best players in to play the best football. We're going to expand into America. We're going to expand into the largest football audience in the world and give them a team to cheer for in our league. All of a sudden you've got enthusiasm, unbelievable enthusiasm across Canada for a sport that's always been there and nothing's different. Because now the Americans think that it's cool to watch the CFL. And a lot of Americans do. It's just not mainstream. Put one team down there, and it would be. All of a sudden, the 30,000-seat stadium's not big enough in Canada. Yep. Well, well, and that's so what I see happening. We
0: see what happens.
1: Well, yeah, I don't think we're going to get rid of the Canadian ratio.
0: maybe not they'd be smart too but yeah, will they but, but i but i but i tend to i tend to i don't think people stay away from the because of the canadian ratio and i don't think I do. people would come i don't think people would come if they didn't have the ratio
1: oh i know i know people my son's age so we're talking 35 years old that will not yeah. watch the cfl because it's second class
0: in their minds, it's second class. In their of minds, second is. class. Well,
1: they're not. They're not wrong. Yeah, it's but, the second best caliber football next to the NFL in the world. No doubt about yeah, that. But,
0: but I don't think, I don't think guys that are not that are co- not coming to CFL games now because it's the CFL. I don't think they will. It'll make a difference if we bring more Americans in. I really don't. It's a mental and thing, not, that can and I'm not for, and I'm not for, the, the, I'm not for or against getting rid of the Canadian ratio. I, I think we should get rid of it, but I still don't think that'll bring big people in, because regardless, regardless if we have Canadians in the team, it is still a great brand of football.
1: Of course, it is. It, this is an amazing game to watch. Can you imagine it actually gets better, having better players on the t- field? That's what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, but I don't even—I don't think it cares for these guys who are not going now.
1: I, I no, it does. Most certainly does. They've told me that it does. It says, why have we got these people on the field? Why do we have? To, why are we forced to watch second-rate players play? He we're not watching but it I think because of the that. Same people,
0: I think the same people are still going to think it's second rate, even if it's, it's all Americans. That, that is correct. It, it, they're it,
1: not in the NFL, and they're not getting the, paid the big money. Okay, Charles, in the reality, right. it is second rate because of that. It will never be anything but a second rate football league against up to the NFL because of that. I'm not saying that it's not better football. It's more exciting football. But the better players are in the NFL. Right. So we're always, we're always going to be in their shadow. That, that's not going to change. What could change is the perception of the quality of our game. Our game is different than their game. It's more exciting than their game. But the caliber of our game would improve. There's this inferiority complex that Canadians have. that They want to have everything American. They want the American TV channels because the Canadian TV channels suck. And they're not wrong. They're right about that. They want to listen. They want to listen to American performers and singers and actors because the Canadians suck, and they're not wrong about that. Although we have whoa, some amazing whoa, whoa. Canadian actors, we have wait, some amazing. Wait, wait you just shut up and let me finish. Uh, okay. Okay. Go ahead. We all we always have some amazing Canadian performers, and we always have some amazing Canadian actors, and but they're always looked down to by the Canadians, not by the Americans, but by the Canadians. Okay? So it's it, it's Canadians having an inferiority complex that everything in America is better. And that's not simply the t- fact. But it's a perception that's always been there and, and may always be there. So if you – I'm not saying eliminate Canadian players from the CFL because there's always going to be good Canadian players. Otherwise, we wouldn't have Canadians like Nathan Rourke in the NFL because he's good enough to be there. At least he's good enough to be one of the high-tier CFL players without the ratio. So it would just make the game – better. Can you imagine an all-American O-line? Wouldn't that be amazing? Pretty, pretty
0: yeah, I mean, I'd want to be the quarterback for that team.
1: <laughs> you could be the quarterback for that team. No, he couldn't. Yeah, yeah, why not? Only by Mitchell. Don't Charles
0: could be back to be in Don't fill his head with fantasies. Come on. Well, uh, trust me, he's not. I don't even buy that. Okay, good, Charles. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad, Charles. And I, 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 I really hate your remark saying saying American TV is better. Listen, listen. I grew up with Bruno Gerussi and the Beachcombers it was the best T V show ever. Okay? Come on.
1: <laughs> Molly's Reach is for sale right now for two hundred and ninety nine thousand dollars. You could own Molly's Reach. Really? Did you know did you no, know I I saw that too?
0: No I didn't. Yeah. You I could.
1: saw that. You could buy Molly's Reach and retire to Sechelt, Gibson's B C Wow. wow. On the Sunshine Coast. On the
0: Sunshine Coast.
1: Now, bearing in mind that Bruno Jerusi is dead, um, I don't know what you what else is going to happen over there. But yeah, well, I don't know. If, you know, I don't know if Relic's still alive.
0: Relic Jesse was dead for five years. Relic was dead With for that? five years before the. Relic was dead for five years before this show ended, okay?
1: Come on. Yeah, yeah. Anyways. Jesse's might be still alive. He'd be in his early hundreds.
0: We can go back to what we were talking about. I still don't believe. You see, what the problem is, most people are easily led, okay?
1: Yes, Yes, and,
0: I, and everybody's telling them the NFL is the best football because it's got the highest wages, yada, yada, yada. But it's not in reality. I mean, think about how many people they told to get vaccinated, and they went out and just got vaccinated. Okay, I think football's the same way. People don't know enough. Just my opinion. Well, 100%, I don't know. They, I don't know how NFL you NFL is the them. highest
1: paid. You you can't. You can't. You cannot. You, you're not going to compete with the NFL. That's not no, the goal. No, we've never tried.
0: To, we've never tried to compete with the NFL.
1: No, but the CFL should try to be the best that they possibly can be, right? Right. That's, right. That, and that is what I'm trying to say. Is and they are not the best that they possibly can be because they're held back by the CFL ratio, the Canadian ratio. Okay. Okay, open it up so that one team can bring in anybody that they want. The best player for that position gets to play that position. But the Canadian, American, Japanese, German, I don't care. If it's the best person for that position, let them play. I have the best caliber CFL football there is. And we know that the CFL game is better than the American NFL game every fucking day. As soon as you get rid of the ratio, you could put a team in America. As soon as the American people who are hardcore football fans wake up and get to see the CFL play, Because most of them are ignorant of this game. Then they will start to watch this and appreciate this game. Because how many fans do we have in the CFL? Let's talk CFL Facebook group that are Americans. I mean, seriously, there's hundreds of them. Okay? They love our game. They love the game. Yep. Yep. So if you open that up to the masses in the states... Who are hardcore football fans? Because there, there is far more NCAA football fans in America than there are NFL fans. Okay. Yep. Okay. So I don't disagree. There, to be. There's, there is definitely. It's not the all all time be all. NFL is not. A, the pinnacle of it. There's a lot of people don't like it. They don't like it because of the refing. They don't like like it because of this. They don't like it because of that. I, I think the dumbest fucking rule in the fair in the face of the earth is, is a fair catch. Excuse me. Excuse me. Don't hit me. I'm going to catch the ball. What a pussy. I'm not saying that no yards. is is a good rule, but it's a hell of a lot better than the fair catch. So, I just want the Canadian game to be the best game that it possibly can be, and the only way that you can do that is to get rid of the Canadian ratio. Open the game up to the best players available. Now, are people going to pick American players because they'll work cheaper? Why would they work cheaper? Doesn't make sense. Just means you don't have to overpay to have Canadian players on your team. All of a sudden now you're paying players for their ability to play football, not for their passports. my philosophy anybody got to add it and anything to this we got off track again but
0: yeah no I'm good
1: okay flip the page here I'm gonna go chase it NFL hopeful McLeod Bethel Thompson turns doubters into motivation I don't think he was that good of a CFL quarterback. I really don't. Yes, he won a great cup. How much, was it, how much of it was him? Not the point. I don't think he was he's, – he's not in the top five quarterbacks in the CFL. How does he think he's going to go down there and be an NFL quarterback because he's now playing for a USFL or an XFL team? USFL, isn't it? Yes. I, 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 where's the logic there? I mean, to me, this is delusional. There's a, I, I was once told long, 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 long time ago, and it was – It doesn't matter what lie you tell. Don't lie to yourself. Don't believe your own lies. I didn't practice that philosophy. That's not who I am. But the point being is, does he believe this or is he just lying to the cameras?
0: No, I think he believes it. it. I think he believes it. I really do.
1: Don't believe... Don't believe your own bullshit, buddy. Just
0: don't. Yeah, but there there's nothing wrong with a guy having dreams, okay?
1: I agree. Dreams are great.
0: Nothing wrong. I still have dreams. So
1: Yeah, so some of mine are pretty erotic. Um,
0: I don't want to talk about <laughs> that cuz that would involve you know, something I something I don't want to see in my head tonight when I'm sleeping, okay? So let's stay awake. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna go I, chase I it. honestly I honestly believe that this guy thinks he can make it in the NFL I think he's got a I think he's got a strong arm, okay, and the the the, the other thing is obviously This guy really doesn't care about making money because his wife's got a job so he can have these dreams Okay, because he can go to the NFL for no money And see if he can make a team. It's kind of like a hobby for him.
1: Yeah. What just happened?
0: What? You there? What? We're here. You tell. You sound like you're about ten feet away, or something. Like you're in the background. What are you referring to, Charles? Me or or CJ?
1: CJ, hang on, my my head. Oh, now is you're close. Really
0: now you're close. Too close. Mm-hmm.
1: Is he still there? I'm here, but my headset just shit the bad. I don't yeah, know your headset's
0: fine one. now, or we can hear you fine. Yeah, I'm
1: fine now. Yeah, but that's not the headset. It, it it It's just the the speaker on the phone. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So I'll just do this. If you guys can hear this, then I'll just do it like this for tonight. I don't know what happened. Yeah, you. I can hear you. Okay. I can hear you too. Well, we'll, we'll just carry on. Uh, I was just sitting there, and all of a sudden it went disconnected. And I went, "What the fuck?" Oh. And I'm looking, okay. and I'm going, "Okay, oh. well, you guys are all still online. Blog Talk didn't kick anybody else. What happened?" And then I just went and found my Bluetooth not working. So,
0: did your did okay. your battery die? Did your battery die?
1: I uh, I don't I don't know. I always believed it plugged in. Mm. Okay. You know, at the end of the show, I plug it in, and it's plugged in until I I come back to the show a week later. I see. So it should be fine, but I did just what plug it toe? in, so maybe there was a, a a disconnect problem or something. I don't know. Oh, well, know,
0: maybe 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 McLeod Bethel Thomas should go get an MRI. Maybe he's been hitting the head too much. You never know. <laughs>
1: CT scan would be better, but they yeah, an MRI. I'm good with that.
0: Maybe, maybe he's maybe maybe he's not all there, man. I mean, have you ever have you ever seen any of his interviews? This guy is a different cat. Okay, he's completely he is, different he is cat. So Eric, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you guys ever watched uh, Brendan McGuire's interview with him last year at the Grey Cup. It's it's quite interesting. So
1: he, he thinks he's a god, a football god.
0: He thinks he's something. That's for sure. He yeah. kind of reminds me of Wolverine, actually, without, <laughs> without the without the sharp uh, knives on his hands. So
1: it's probably a good thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So.
1: If he had those d, lines,
0: but it is too bad that he left the CFL because hey, you know what? You can say whatever you want, but he was the leading passer in the CFL last year. That's true. So yardage,
1: anyways, got hurt. Say what? That's only because everybody else got hurt.
0: Well, not everybody, but he was still the leading passer. Give credit.
1: Nathan Rourke Jeremiah Mazzoli uh, Dane Evans um, no Dane Evans Jake Mayer, Dane Evans doing good everybody was injured yeah Dane
0: Evans sucked last year okay he wasn't injured okay no, yeah, Jeremiah he, he Mazzoli.
1: was uh, he was not a hundred percent. Jeremiah
0: Mazzoli is never going to lead the c f l in anything other than getting hurt, okay? so yeah. come on, bowl by, by Mitchell was was by Mitchell was by Mitchell, Jake Mayer only played half the game, so yeah, there is a reason i mean uh, if Nathan rourke hadn't had not have been injured, he would have tripled what 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 Bethel Thomas led the league with, but that's beside the point he still got hurt, so yeah you you got to give him credit cuz he was there okay pretty simple
1: was well, like in 2019 won- Saskatchewan was led the league led the league with Cody Fajardo why every other yes. team had a broken quarterback every other team Well yeah absolutely
0: <laughs> that's true that's true and and the worst thing is um, the powers that be in Saskatchewan didn't recognize that and they signed him to three years. Okay. Yeah. Or, or whatever it was. Yeah. So
1: give your head in shape.
0: It was pretty funny. Okay.
1: Let's move on to something here. We got 19 minutes left in the show. Uh, we got a few segments that I want to touch base on. There's a couple in here that we may get to, may not. Uh, what kind of team can Adams and Evans be? Now, I read this article because it actually kind of, you know, I mean, it's about the BC Lions, right? So why wouldn't I go up and read it? Uh, Matthew Cause, and there's a couple of things that he did. He, I mean, he put in... The four categories that uh, the relationship between a starting quarterback and the backup have, and uh, that these two guys don't fit into that in, in any one of those four categories. He's not wrong. Do you think both of these guys can build on each other and support each other and be complementary? Or do you honestly believe that this is going to be a cutthroat, I-want-to-be-starter type of thing? How do, you, how do you see this playing out, Charles?
0: Hmm. I mean, it's hard to say because I remember reading an article last week saying that Dane Evans, uh, he knows he's not coming here to compete for the starter. He's coming here to compete for number two. But I'm sorry, once you have been a starter in the CFL, it's always there. You want to be a starter again. So to say he has no um, uh, aspirations to be the starter here, I think that's nonsense. I don't think that's – I don't think he's the type of guy that's going to come in and whine and pout and stuff like that uh, um, and cause a quarterbacking um, controversy or anything like that, but – to be perfectly honest i could see i mean i don't see it um if he gets into the lineup he's gonna take his shot obviously to try and keep that job. i think they can work well together i don't think um i don't think they've got the the big egos there like we've seen in some of these ones but to say that he does has no aspirations to be a starter i i can't see that as be i don't buy that.
1: But, no, and, and I, say I, that
0: I think they can work well together.
1: I think they can, as long as they're, you know, it's not cutthroat in that aspect of things. Dane Evans knows his place at number two, and he's trying to do it. I mean, you're paying him $120,000 a year. You're not paying him $400,000 a year. He knows his place on this team. Right. Is his goal to get back to $400,000 a year? Yes. Of course. It's not human nature uh, not and I believe that regardless of how much you're playing the paying the person you he should be putting out the absolute best that he can every time that he steps on the field, so but, saying that he's not going to be competing for the number one playoff or number one uh, quarterback position. It means that he's not trying hard enough. Any quarterback so, on any
0: team should be aspiring to be the number one guy.
1: Yes, 100%. Now, does he know that that's not where he's starting? Yes. And he has admitted that. But I don't think that he has relinquished his, his, his dreams being the bench the BC Lions that being said I think Vernon Adams has more upside than what Dane Evans does
0: I would agree with that
1: I think push comes to shove the two guys go up there that be the best that they can be Vernon Adams is the better quarterback yeah I agree I mean, who's our third-string guy? We we had Don Davis, wasn't it? Yes. Okay. William, what's your thought on this quarterback take okay. in BC?
0: Okay, one of the things you guys are missing is don't forget last year, was the first time in Evans' career where he was named the number 1 quarterback going into camp. Yes. Okay. So he's had more success being the backup coming off the bench. 100%. Maybe maybe that's his maybe that's his thing. Okay? And I think I think they will complement each other very well. The nice thing with Dane Evans you know if Vernon Adams is not working, you can always throw Dane Evans in. And I don't think it's gonna be a competition thing. I think they'll work together because I mean, you know what? Vernon Adams might be a little bit better, but I don't think he's that much better. Okay? Um and and I think I still I think they have the best quarterback situation in the C F L right now. And it's not a really it's not a real strong quarterback population right now. So that's why I think they have the strongest in the CFL right now. Bar none. I think they've done really well. But you want your number to be the
1: best. There is. And and I don't think at this point in time Vernon Adams is the best quarterback in the CFL. I'm not even sure. No, I don't either.
0: But I, I I still don't understand why Hamilton got rid of Dane Evans. I don't either because because they need they need a competent quarterback and it's not Max Slits okay Dane Evans is way better than that guy
1: problem and there uh, uh, Dane Evans agreed to a salary reduction in BC but he did not agree to a salary reduction in Hamilton
0: I wonder if they even
1: asked him. that they brought Bo Levi Mitchell in. He no longer wanted to be a Hamilton Tiger Cat, regardless of what the situation was. He was under contract for $425,000, and you're going to fucking pay me my money or get well, rid of me. Okay.
0: Okay. I mean, like I said, I think that combination will work well. I really do. Because neither one of them have, has really had a regular shot. At starting quarterback, Vernon Adams has had more opportunities than Evans has, but uh I mean Vernon Adams was a starter in b c last year because Rourke was hurt. He left Montreal because he lost his starting job in Montreal, so you know but he's he, got something did to he prove. Lose it? he's got
1: or was it taken from him
0: well, regardless of we way you want to look at it he wasn't going to be the starting quarterback in Montreal, so he wanted to go somewhere no, else. No, he was not. But, but, I, but I I, really believe, like I said, they have – I mean, I think Vernon Adams is going to come, come in and he's going to have something to prove. And nothing makes a guy better than having somebody nipping at your heels. And I think Dane Evans will push him. So – it's a win-win situation for B.C., and I fucking hate when that happens.
1: I'm sorry for you. Uh,
0: it's okay. Not. It's okay for you. I At least I don't put them in the same category as Edmonton and Saskatchewan, okay? Close,
1: but not quite. Yeah. I'd put Winnipeg in there with Edmonton, Saskatchewan before I'd put B.C., yeah. Or Calgary,
0: yeah. Edmonton or BC is or sorry, sorry. Winnipeg is starting to get really fucking annoying. Okay, really annoying. Yeah. Uh,
1: okay, let's um roll into the last segment here, and we can go back and drag segment four into it, which was that red bat, red black that our fans deserve the best. Um Who's that little guy? Who who did this article? What's his name? Uh TSN guy at in Regina. So I have to go pull up the article.
0: Oh shoot. Pulling up the article right now.
1: Jamie Nye. Jamie Nye. Jamie Nye, the little Homer. Okay? So He did three teams. There's three tiers of CFL teams right now, and this is the way he's described it. There's the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, and then there's everybody else. And then there's three at the bottom that didn't make the playoffs. I don't agree with that. Absolutely do not agree with that. Okay? Um, Peg is up on that echelon platform on their own Uh, am I being a homer by saying that BC I think is up there Uh, am I being a homer saying that Toronto who just won the Grey Cup is up there am I being weird by saying Toronto is up there Uh, although I don't necessarily agree with it all that much um But beside the point, the three bottom teams are the Ottawa Red Blacks, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, and the Edmonton Elks. I believe Jamie's analysis of the Edmonton Elks is spot on. Uh, Chris Jones is going to turn a corner with that team this year, and uh, Edmonton is going to be something scary. Uh, He puts them in the top three in the Western Division, uh, Winnipeg, B.C., Edmonton. I I, I honestly think Will has to agree with that because he keeps telling me Calgary's going to be in last place and Saskatchewan's not that good. So you'd have to agree with Jamie on this one, do you, Will?
0: Um. Not necessarily about Edmonton, because I would put B.C. there instead of Edmonton.
1: In the top three? B.C., yeah.
0: Yeah, Yes.
1: Winnipeg, B.C., Edmonton.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, then, yeah, no, I'm, I, you know, but I don't, I think, I think Edmonton, Saskatchewan are going to be neck and neck.
1: Down at the bottom.
0: Well, no, Calgary's going to be at the bottom.
1: I knew you were going to say that.
0: You just wanted to I'm hear from my
1: mouth, didn't you? I, I, I think Edmonton, and Calgary are going to be fighting for third place. The other one is going to be the crossover team.
0: I, Virginia, the you basement. see, you see, I, I can't lose this year because I have no expectations. I have none whatsoever.
1: You didn't and, have a lot uh, left here.
0: Well, I sort of did halfway through the season, but then they let me down, and it's like, fuck. I mean, when they lose to BC twice by a total of three fucking points, I was really annoyed, okay, because the one thing Calgary hasn't had for the last three years is that killer instinct. When they have a team, they usually step on their throats and run right over them. They haven't had that for a number of years, and until they get that back... I uh, I don't know what they're going to be.
1: That, that's your coach.
0: Yeah, I, I tend to agree. But they did bring in some new uh, – I think Nick Lewis will, will help the team with some attitude this year. And I also think Juwan Simpson, who is their uh, linebacker coach, will also help with some attitude this year. So we'll see. We'll see. But I, I have no expectations. I
1: disagree with that. I just don't think Dickinson is good enough. Yeah, I
0: know. You you, you said that a lot about Bo Levi-Mitchell, who won two great cups, okay? Um, So you can say whatever you want about Dickinson, because you're not crazy about the Dickinson in Saskatchewan. But you know what? No, loser. He's already won a great cup. Dave Dickinson is now the general manager of the Calgary Stampeders. And and
1: you're you're projecting him to be in the basement of the Western Division. That does not bode that well. Is
0: correct. That is correct. He's a first year general manager. Okay? Give him some time. Give him some time, baby. It's not like he's
1: just been tossed to the wolves. He still has his mentor in there. It's a it's not like they just fired Huffnagle and put Dickinson in the job.
0: Of course not. Of course they didn't. But don't
1: I uh scenario. Okay, you know, so here's my
0: thing. I don't think a guy who's been there as long as Dave Dickinson can get worse at his job. Okay, it's the same with, with, you know. You can say all you want about Wally. How many grey cups did Wally win in BC? Three, three. Was it was it that many? I think so. I can't remember. No, I what think year it was only two.
1: Oh, Six, yeah. Now in twenty eleven. Charles, it
0: was two. Yeah. Okay, well, that was two in how many years?
1: 2005 and 2011.
0: No, no, but how many years was he in BC?
1: Uh, He was in BC,
0: oh, geez, a long time. Yeah, he, he came here in 2003 and left in 20. Well, he 2019? left in Right. But he was still the GM one at that point. Yeah. That's not overly impressive either.
1: But he No, he's – what? No. doesn't matter how many division titles you win. It doesn't matter how many, uh, you know, Western final buys you get. It only matters how many Grey Cups you hoist.
0: Now, now you you're talking, you talking end like me. up
1: in the Grey Cup game. you're talking like me. Now you're talking like me,
0: so okay it's, a,
1: it's a fact.
0: Yes. I don't it is. argue with you. So I mean, if if they gave Mike O'Shea all the chances they gave Mike O'Shea, Dave Dickinson is still gonna be in Calgary ten years from now, regardless oh, if yeah. he wins anything or not. Well, I, right? I, I, agree. I agree. The minute the minute they drop Dave Dickinson, there'll be eight teams knocking on his front door.
1: That's true. That's my opinion. Just well, my opinion. Well, so. but um 18, but there would be a few. That's for sure.
0: His, his big
1: brother would hire him
0: in Saskatchewan as the OC. Uh, probably.
1: <laughs> scary. Very Anyways. scary. Or they'd Very fire scary. his brother
0: and bring him in. True that. We don't need you, getting when get I mean, with get your younger both brother. Of them, both of them. Both of them could get head coaching jobs at Montana State tomorrow morning, okay? <laughs> true. Because they're, they're icons in Montana. So, yeah. anyways.
1: So's Travis Louley.
0: That's true. That's true.
1: Well, um, anyhow, uh, I think the Elks are going to be a better team than they were last year. Uh, is Ottawa going to be a better team than they were last year? We've, we're running out of time. So Yeah, we are. Uh, Let's just uh, hold this one over. Charles, can we bring this one yep. back? Yeah. Okay, let's let's bring wanna, it back and expand on it. Um, this, we got a Rudy minute left in the say. show. Let's close it off here. This has been Let's Talk CFL Podcast episode number 522. I've been your host, Christopher Jones. Um, Will, I think we did a much better job of talking and communicating in this show yes, and did. not talking on top of each other. I'm uh, very proud of us, everybody here. Um say good night, Charles. Good night, folks. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. And William, my friend.
0: Good night everybody. Uh I think it's going to happen. The scooters might be a reality. Let's let's yes. see. Go scooters, go.
1: I I think the odds are uh, odds are in their benefit at this point in time. We'll see what happens. Okay, it's uh, It's showtime. Goodbye.
0: Good night.